today's Leading Women episode 308 with the wonderful Star Stoback. Women all over the world, get ready for inspiring and empowering interviews from women at the top of their field who are kicking butt in their business and who are prepared to share shocking revelations from being in the limelight. You are now listening to Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Have a WordPress site or thinking of getting one? Bluehost offers unlimited hosting starting at $4.95 per month. Got your WordPress site hosted somewhere? No worries. Bluehost can help you transfer those domains fast and seamlessly easy. Join me and millions of others who trust Bluehost as our main hosting provider. Sign up today at todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Bluehost. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash Bluehost. Yes, women of the world, let's get started. I am delighted to introduce you our amazing guest for today, Star Stoback. Star Stoback is a life transformation strategist and founder of Ignite Radiance, where she supports women to come alive with radiance, passion, and a sense of purpose. Star accomplishes this by compassionately being on your side as you navigate away from what is holding you back and step toward a life by your design. Star unlocks your natural talents, unleashing your passion for life. Her clients describe her as a magician and a miracle worker, claiming that she performs Jedi mind tricks on them. Star is also the host of Watch Me Grow Radio, dedicated to bringing thought leaders from around the world, sharing their tips on healing, health, support, and strategies to move beyond the ordinary to the extraordinary. Women of the world, Ms. Star Stoback. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Marie Grace. Thank you. It's so wonderful to be here. Hello, ladies. I love being here on your amazing show. Thank you. Well, we are delighted to have you on the show, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. So, Star, I really love what you're doing with your business, especially with Ignite Radiance. You are a success in your own right. You put in the effort, you know, the sweat equity, the knowledge and experience to build a special business you call your own. As a result of that, our listeners really want to get to know you. And I want to provide that conduit, you know, that bridge between you and our listeners. So here are some cool questions that we can talk about. Feel free to comment anytime about them. But these are just general questions I have in mind. So let's start with your business. You know, there might be people out there who want to start one and have no clue how to go about it. Can you tell us more about your business and the idea behind the niche? So the idea behind the niche, well, (laughs) honestly, I was passionate about supporting um, other people to live their dreams. I I, um, grew up with family surrounding me who didn't really believe in that. And I had to kind of find my own way. At one point, I had, um, just before I left my J-O-B and and started into my own business, I had feces being thrown at me. I had a behavior plan in place asking a child to hit me every time he hit me and ask him to hit me harder. I mean, it was just a really bizarre. I mean, I was literally asking for abuse when I went to work. I was doing intensive therapy for children who have autism. And Although there is a special kind of person who can do that, I, it was clear to me that that was not me. And parts of me were literally dying 
Um, and I, I had two miscarriages at the time. And um, I realized that I had to do something. I had to get out of there. And um, I have been a life coach, I'd say volunteer, vol- voluntarily for most of my life. It's just been kind of who I am and what I do. Um, and then it took me this exploration of understanding what it is that I wanted next out of life um, took me to actually becoming a certified life coach and studying with some of the best, um, what I think are some of the best coaches in the world. And um, it was just a phenomenal, phenomenal turnaround and and space of self-discovery for me. And I wanted more people to have that in-depth understanding of what's of what's operating, what's motivating us, what um, what is unconscious, Marie, Marie Grace. You know, like the things that we don't even realize are operating there and holding us back. So um, that's kind of what I why I started my business. Now you asked about the idea behind the niche, and here's the thing: when I first launched, I was so naive, and I thought, well, I can just help everybody, and I'll be truthful. A lot of what I what I have to share could be beneficial to a lot of different people. So, um, but yet there was a special person that I was speaking to. And the more that I started to tailor that, it was as if I was fine tuning a radio station and the right and perfect people were hearing my message. Whereas before, think about a broad speaker, someone, you know, like during election time, if someone in the olden days would ride around with that loud speaker blaring to everyone, right? you tend to kind of tune it out. You're not really paying attention to it. But if that message becomes about you and someone saying, Marie Grace, I'm speaking to you. I'm speaking to your issues. I'm speaking to what you have to share and what you have to offer the world. Then you stop and you you want to identify where that speaker is coming from. Is well, that- I... Yes, I love what I'm hearing about your business and how it evolved and came in existence. I love hearing how you evolved from being a teacher and then where you are now being coaching other women. Beautiful story. But what was that defining moment, you know, that prompted you to start a business and made you say, this is my business? So, well, it was, it literally was coming home in tears every day. And, you know, I'm, there's no space for me to do anything else. There was no space for me to enjoy life. And, um, and I said to my husband, there's got to be a different way. And he's very practical. And, you know, he's a little more um, number oriented and looking at fleshing out the the numbers of it all and, and kind of looking at it saying, star, I don't know that we can do this financially. I don't know that you can just up and leave your job and, and jump into this new career because Um, I started, you know, going to school to be certified and it was during that certification that I said, I really have to believe in myself and believe in what I'm offering to people and really just put myself out there. Now that was the first time that I did that. And I don't, I don't necessarily recommend that to everyone to just kind of go leave that job and that paycheck cold turkey. That was my circumstance and my situation that worked out. I mean, when I say it worked out, it felt as if kind of miracles were happening. You know, like I, I left that job and um, my husband got a call about a, a random 
insurance policy that was taken out on him as a child and they asked if he wanted to cash it in. He didn't even know it was available. Um, we got checks. Everyone got checks back from the government that year. And so, it, you know, for me, things just kind of fell into place when I made that choice, when I made that decision to actually believe in what I was going to be putting forward. And then the second pivotal moment for me, Marie Glace, was when I um, I invested in a coach and um, it was a pretty heavy investment for me. I hadn't made that kind of investment in my business prior to that. And um, I remember just kind of standing there in fear. And then, I, and then I thought about the people that I'm here to serve and the difference I'm here to make. And I asked myself, am I willing to allow fear to get in the way? And the answer is no. I'm not willing to let myself be so afraid to move forward, so afraid to make that investment in myself. Um, I'm here to serve and I'm here to, I'm here to take those leaps so that I can support other people to do the same. Well, so it's courage and uh, embracing fear. And that has, that has been a theme here uh, with today's leading women. I mean, when the, when you know that the opportunity is there to jump into, to have that courage and embrace that fear. And I know we are not, there are not going to be moments when you are, when you say you are ready. I mean, I felt the same way when I jump into what I'm doing right now. I mean, what I was, there were a lot of doubts and fears and I wasn't sure. I mean, I was leaving a comfortable job paycheck that I, that I know I will be getting every two weeks, but I knew from then on that I wasn't happy. And that's, that, that's one of my, the driving force. And I really couldn't resonate with what you, what you've experienced. So thank you for sharing that one. So our listeners can see for themselves too. How is this, um, idea of when do you start? When do you get that? When do you feel like jumping into that leap or taking that leap of faith? Now, your business obviously has a vision to be the market leader in your industry, and that resonates very well with a particular portion of our listeners. However, they really like to know, what was that compelling vision for your business that continues to drive you towards success day in and day out? So I believe that when, you know, when you said, I knew that I was unhappy in that job that you were working, and you knew that there was something different. So I believe that when we are experiencing that disconnect, that disharmony, that it's, an, it's a way of, of our internal guidance system saying, hey, wake up. There's something else available to you. And when you listen to it, when you tune into those heart desires, it all flows in. I mean, look at what you're producing for women of the world. And, and so my belief is that my big vision is that when I support you or when I see you, when each of us are thriving and adhering to our heart's desires and are in alignment with that, that we're creating a harmony that is a ripple effect that goes throughout the world. We're yes. impacting. Yes. I yeah. truly believe in that as well. I mean, if we tap into what we really what we are passionate about, we can we can come out as really winners and and being supportive of each others and knowing that we can we we can really come out there and be the best of who we are. Yes, and there's no competition when you're the best at who you are. No one can do you better. 
Yes, we are. We have our own unique abilities and talents that we can contribute to the world. Really, yes, I truly believe in that. But let's talk about how you prepared for success that turned this vision into a reality. Can you share our listeners what are some of your personality traits or your top three personal qualities that help you become a successful entrepreneur that our listeners can learn from? So I think that I've already shared with you that courage, Mary Grace, you know, I don't let go. I, um, there have been days, I'll be honest with you, when I just want to, I want to cash it all in and I want to go work at Target because that seems easier, you know, like I just, um, because it's not, it's not easy being your own entrepreneur, your own, your own salesperson, your own marketing tool. I mean, and yet, um, there's nothing more that excites me. Like I love I um, thrive at putting myself out there, allowing myself to be vulnerable, allowing myself to be seen because I know that that's what that's what it's going to take. I have to allow myself to be seen so that I can reach the people who need me, the people that I'm divinely contracted to work with. Um, and what other character traits? I mean, I guess you could say that I that I um, am a I am a big picture person. I can not only see the big picture, but I can feel it. And I think that that's what um, sets me apart from different coaches is that I can feel where you're headed. And I know when it's of resonance and I know when to challenge you a little bit more um, to, to go bigger or to, to slightly tweak that big vision so that it's in alignment more. If that makes sense. It totally makes sense. So that's courage, vulnerability, and seeing and or f- and feeling the big the ability to see and feel the big picture. Great yeah. personal traits or qualities that uh, Star just shared with us. And the good news is we all can cultivate and adapt these traits that Star just shared with us. So that's courage, vulnerability, and the ability to see and feel the big picture or big vision thinking or big vision, uh, big big thinking. That's what they, they usually say. Now, let's talk about what happened when you started your journey as entrepreneur. You know, as entrepreneurs, we face daily challenges that define our being. And to get through those challenges takes a very special person. And our audience wants to know that special person in you. So what have been your biggest challenges and how have you addressed or overcame those barriers to success that a lot of women entrepreneurs face today? So one of the things that, um, the, the fears, I mean, how many times do those fears stop, step up to pop, rear their ugly head and maybe even keep us kind of safe, you know, right where we are. And so one of the biggest challenges that I've had to overcome and continually overcome, right? New level, new devil. Like at each new level, I have to overcome a new fear, um, the first time I go public, you know, I, I spoke publicly, I had to overcome that fear. And then once I tackled it, the next the next one is a room full of 500 people that overcoming that level, right? So um, I think it's just identifying one of the ways that I am able to overcome the fears when they pop up when I'm advancing to a new level is recognizing that that fear is an indicator, Fear is the indicator that I'm onto something. I'm on the edge, on the cusp of graduating to my next level. 
And so each time fear starts to present itself and I can feel it, it manifests in my body so I can feel the tightness in my chest. I can start to feel my mouth, you know, like um, drying up. Sometimes I start to sweat. Um, whenever I feel that fear, I start to get, here's the other thing that I do, Marie Grace. I, I start to go to other things. I start to get really distracted, like I like as if everything else is putting, you know, um, as if everything else is more important than what I need to do. Um, so when I see those fears, <laughs> I take a breath, I center myself, and I thank the fear because it's there serving me as a communication device, a tool, calling me to take the next step. And I, um, I might even just take a minute and connect with the last time I felt that same sensation, that same fear, and remind myself of the results that I saw when I took that step and just went ahead with it. Wow, beautiful story that you've shared, Owen. And yes, I truly believe that this human emotion, this fear we all share. I mean, no matter, I'm pretty sure a lot of our listeners can resonate because with 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 fear, we always feel this one. It's going to be there all the time. The main thing is to embrace it and then do something about it. And I love when you said about uh, you know, fear as an indicator, you know, and that's the thing because we have to start with, with being aware when we have that feeling, when we feel that feeling and then challenge that one, um, you know, in a positive way. So like, like not, not, uh, having, not, you know, having it as like, it will paralyze you, but something that you just be aware of it and do, do something about it and, and move past it. You know, it will, it will get past. I mean, it's the courage and, you know, it, it's the courage. You, you, your, your courage will be the one to help you overcome that fear. And really beautiful how you said that because I truly believe that that's one way of, you know, starting with being aware of it and then knowing that, okay, this is something. This is telling me something, but then also challenging into what, what we what were working for you early on. Or, so these challenges that uh, Star just shared with us, let's learn from each other. And that's a good thing when we're, we're sharing it because we are able to support each other and then learn from how she was able to overcome them. Can I, can I share a little more about that? Because fear is such a strong one for me and I'm really passionate about this. So what happens is fear, it triggers the amygdala in our brain. So that's the fight or flight portion, right? The reptilian brain, they call it. The fight or flight portion. So when I get afraid, our, te our tendency is to either run away or just shut or start to put up our dukes and kind of fight the situation. So what I believe is happening is that when we needed that to be there, so when tigers were chasing us, when we had real true threats to our livelihood, to our lives, right, that we actually needed that. And it was really important. We now live in an era and our culture currently is living in a space. If you're listening to this, you're living in a luxurious life, right? You're living in, a, in a access to computers and the internet and information. So we, I'm going to venture to say and guess that you don't have um, regular threats against your personal living space, right? That you, you're alive and you're living well. Um, but that when stress starts to happen, when we're taking on a new goal, a new task, that that sends a message and it triggers our amygdala again. Does that make sense? So, but this is an emotional stress that we're experiencing. It's not a physical threat, but we have, our brains still interpret that emotional stress 
um, or that intellectual stress, that those challenges, if you will, as if we were still being chased by that bear. So my job, your job, is to identify this fear that you have. Is it a real threat to your safety? Or is this a contrived threat to your safety? Does that make sense? Yes, yes, I truly can uh, totally um, understand. And I'm sure that was a great explanation of the, the uh, flight and flight risk, the fight and flight response, for example, the physical threat and the emotional threat that being able to recognize those. Is it yeah. really? And it, yeah, I totally agree with you. I mean, we are, we are living in, in a world or in, in generation wherein physical threats are like what what they had before during the hunter-gatherers, for example, that there is real physical threat. I mean, nowadays it's more of the emotional threat or the psychological threat that we are experiencing. Different kind of uh, stress, but still, like what you said, the brain still interprets it as a physical threat because that's that's its job to protect us. Correct. And, and so the difference is when you feel the fight or flight, so this goes for relationships as well. When you feel the fight or flight, the challenge is and the answer, the solution is to actually go toward it instead of running away from it. So if you and I were to have a conflict and it's causing stress, it would trigger my fight or flight in my brain and I'd want to, I would want to retreat. However, what is necessary is for me to connect with you for me to go toward you, for me to find a way to um, bridge that gap instead of continue to dig that gap. Um, And so what I'm saying is that when I find fear coming up, I don't run away from it anymore. I go toward it. All right. So the lesson here is not to run away from fear, but face it, go toward, go forward with it, embrace it, learn how to deal with it. I mean, I think that's the bottom line here. Yeah. Okay, well, let's switch gears for a little bit and talk about work-life balance. You know, being a business owner myself, maintaining a work-life balance is so crucial to overall success in life. Now, the challenge with us entrepreneurs is how to click on and click off and create that work-life balance, particularly if you have a family juggling many roles. So in your life as an entrepreneur, how do you maintain this work-life balance and what are some of the ways that you accomplish this in the areas of your health, your family, your relationships, and your business? Well, I I certainly have to have time for me. And when I say that, I mean time for my own hobbies, time for my own enjoyment. Um, It means that I have to, you know, I created Turnaround Tuesdays on Facebook. So all of those people who contact me who say, hey, Star, can you help me out? I know you do this. I just have this situation. Can you just kind of tell me what you would do? Give me some advice. So I've created a space on, you know, Facebook on on Tuesday evenings, 9 p.m., I have turnaround Tuesdays. You can come and share your, share whatever it is that you want to turn around. And this is my space where I will give you that, give you that advice, give you that support. Um, so I've created boundaries for myself in really loving ways. So boundaries don't necessarily have to mean that I'm shutting you out. It means I'm giving you a space for what you need and I'm giving myself a space for what I need. Um, identifying that I have needs is really important part of that balance. Identifying that I have needs um, for for my own health um, and 
and for my own enjoyment. Wow. I mean, this uh, area, the work-life balance, I truly believe that it's one of the areas that we all are challenged with in one way or another. And, and like what you've said, I mean, it's all about creating boundaries, not only for yourself, but for others as well. You set boundaries, set limits, learn to say no when you have to say no. And I really love what you said about making time for your hobbies and interests. Because of course, we have a business that we are passionate about building, but we also have other areas of our life that needs our time, especially for ourselves to really recharge ourselves and we have a family and we have friends we have our social circle as well so it's really all about being flexible and finding time for those that are important to you and uh, do these little things little tips that uh, for example star just shared with us to set boundaries make time for your hobbies and interests do something outside of your business really will be helpful all right, let's talk about success and what success means to you. Your business appears to be financially doing quite well. And where that success flows into other areas in the entrepreneur's life. Now, would like to also say that success is a mindset. I can have $10 in my pocket, but my mind feels like a millionaire. I feel great about myself and I'm moving forward. The opposite way will be a multi-billionaire and be totally miserable. So am I successful? Financially, yes. Individually, probably not. So in your journey as an entrepreneur, what does success mean to you? And what are some of the benchmarks that you use to measure your success? That's such a great question. I really love the way that you preface that. Um, with, you know, money is not the the definition of success by any means. I think for me, success means that I'm doing my best, Marie Grace. Success means that I feel, I lay my head on the pillow at night and I feel proud. Success means that I set an intention and it's aligned with my heart and um, I'm adhering to those heart desires. Success means I'm serving others. Success means that I am going above and beyond what my clients pay for. Um, success means that I have bottom line, bottom line, success means that I have referrals, that people are talking about me, that people are sharing um, what their experience is. Wow, I love your perspective on success. I mean, I yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, it's the intangible benefits of being in business that really makes us happy. You know, when we know that what we're putting out there is impacting other people's lives, you know, it's making a difference to other people's lives. It's making them happy. They're better lives. They have better lives because of what you are putting out there or what you are helping with. I truly believe that that's the true essence of success. All right, let's talk about one of the highlights of our show, and that's your advice for other entrepreneurs and those aspiring to be. You obviously got some lessons learned under your belt of experience, so take it back to the past. Say you're going to start all over again as an entrepreneur, and you are in a class with other entrepreneurs who are hungry and thirsty for success, or even for making that first buck. What types of special suggestions or advice and lessons that you learn would you give your fellow entrepreneurs knowing where you came from and where you headed at? And if you can boil them down to your top three tips or advice, what would those three be? 
So my top three, number one is ladies. I We think we've got to do it all. No, you don't have to do it all. I want you to delegate. I want you to hand over the reins um, as much as you can so that you can stay in your sweet spot, so that you can stay in that zone of brilliance of what you love doing and why you started doing this. Um, so if you're a baker, that means giving up your, you know, giving up the paperwork of, um, the financial end of it, letting someone else take care of your finances. Um, what other tips do I have? My other tips, I would not work without a coach. Um, and that's not a plug for me. That's just a, it's a plug for your own personal development. You know, aside from having children, business, owning my own business is one of the biggest, um, ways that I've been able to <laughs> experience personal development. I mean, wow, I learned so much about myself. Um, and I and I would highly recommend having someone there so that when you hit those roadblocks, you um, are able to move through them with grace and ease, relatively speaking. Um, the next the next tip that I would give you is that when it comes to an opportunity to invest in yourself and in your business, um, you know schemes come our way and we can buy into a certain jewelry program and sell jewelry and we can buy into a certain skin cream program and sell skin cream when it's your own business and you're you're not in a franchise and you're doing this on your own you're investing in yourself not the skin cream product and i want you when that chance comes for you to invest in yourself i want you to take it because you are not going to let yourself down Wow, golden nuggets in what you've shared. Let me just summarize them again for our listeners. So the first one is to learn how to delegate. I'm big on this as well. I mean, as soon as you're able to, it's really important to outsource or delegate some of the tasks that you have that you can free up some of your time to do those things that you love doing or those that are revenue generating activities, like I said. And then the second one is to get a coach or a mentor. I'm big on this as well. I mean, I truly believe that. I mean, for for me, um, in personally, I wouldn't have pulled this through without my mentor, John Lee Dumas of Entrepreneur on Fire. So really big on getting someone that can help you shorten that learning curve, can inspire you, can get you to where you want to go, from where you are to where you want to go. Really big on having a coach. And then the third one is to be willing to invest in yourself as, as much as you invest in your business. Wow, this is huge. And these tips that uh, Star just shared with us, this we can all take action on today. So thank you for sharing them. All right. Now, what's one business resource or a tool or app that you use in your business that's radically changing the way you do business and that which you can share our listeners with? So one of the tools that I, I know that... Um, one of the tools that I really love is social media. Um, connection is a strong value of mine, and I'm able to connect with people um, from around the globe um, through social media, and it just is a reminder to me of how how we are interconnected. Yes, social media is a game changer. I mean, being able to tap into the power of social media to connect to with each other, to connect with your customers, to connect with your clients, really powerful. Now, entrepreneurs are wide readers. Can you recommend a book or two that our listeners can get that will help them grow personally and professionally? So personally and professionally, I mean, that's such a hard one. So um, 
when I think about the book that transformed me or started started to open me up was by Sark. It's called Succulent Wild Women. Um, in addition to that, I would say Ask and It Is Given by Jerry and Esther Hicks. That's another one that's really powerful for me. Wow, I love that title, Succulent uh, Women by Sark. I'm definitely going to be uh, putting that one on our, our show notes and Ask and It Shall Be Given by Eric Hendricks. I'll have that one on our show notes. And for our listeners out there, um, we, we these uh, books that um, Star just shared with us, Succulent Women by Sark or Ask and It Shall Be Given. I'll make sure to have them on our show notes. And by the way, you can now get a free audio download of this book or your favorite one at Audible by going to today's leadingwomen.com forward slash Audible. Now, Star, in my mind, you are a superhero, or shall I say superheroine, because you have done this, you have done that, but you've also experienced a lot of challenges that our listeners definitely relate. So if you were a superhero or superheroine, who do you want to be and why? And it doesn't have to be a cartoon character, but can be someone that you admire and look up to. So mine is Fabienne Fredrickson, and part of the reason why is she's my coach. She gives back to people. Um, She's of service, and she's a real mother. She's a real woman. Um, I really value that. That's um, and I love her business savvy, business sense. So that's probably my heroine who I look up to. All right, this Fabienne Fredrickson. Kudos to you. Last but not the least, Star, share our listeners what's one big benefit that they can get with your product or your service and where they can get it and what's the best way that our listeners can connect with you and then we'll end from there. So one of the things that I really love doing is providing a um, Radiance Reboot two-hour session with me and you can do that um, by going to my website um, www.igniteradiance.com and um, what people say about that they say that it's uh, in two hours their long-term goals go from feeling hard and um, long to feeling easy manageable and practical um, they say that 10 years of therapy happen in two hours. I mean, it's unbelievable to me what people get out of that two hours. The other thing that I have available online you can purchase is a 21-day challenge to receive so that women can allow themselves to receive. We give and give and give, and it's okay for us to receive back. And this is a 21-day focus on receiving. All right. So I think we all want that Radiance reboot in our life. I love that. So that's igniteradiance.com. I highly encourage you, our listeners, to go to her website now and um, check out what she's putting out there. Be on her mailing list so that you know when she's updating, what she's putting out there. And if her products or services resonates with you, I highly encourage you to check them out. So that's igniteradiance.com. And by the way, all of these resources and the links that are mentioned in today's podcast will be made available in a beautiful infographic show notes at today's leadingwomen.com forward slash star Stoback, or just type in her name on the search bar and it will find it for you. Again, that link is igniteradiance.com. Star, thank you so much for being so generous in sharing your time and your inspiring story, your expertise for being a role model to many and for bringing such a positive energy with our listeners today. 
women of the world, including me, appreciate you and wish you more success in business and in your life. Thank you, Marie Grace. It's such a blessing to be here. Thank you, ladies. And champion on. I believe in you. I see you. I see you elevating. All right, TLW listeners, did you love this episode? Here's your chance to recommend or vote for your favorite today's leading woman. Here's how to do it. Step number one. After you listen to this episode, go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Step number two. Click the rate and review button. Step number three. Say that you love listening to today's Leading Women podcast. Step number four, type in the name of your favorite today's leading woman. Example, Sheryl Sandberg of Facebook, Ariana Huffington of Huffington Post, Oprah of Oprah Winfrey Network. You get it, right? Step number five, type your first name and where you are listening from. Every day, I will personally go through all of your ratings and reviews and scour the names of your favorite today's leading women. You will get to be featured as TLW fan of the day with your name and where you're listening from. And you'll be the first one to get notified when your favorite today's leading woman is featured on the show. Fair enough? Awesome. Go to todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. That's www.todaysleadingwomen.com forward slash my iTunes. Feeling inspired and empowered to make it happen? Then take the next step and go get your free guide to the top 10 resources that today's leading women use to stay at the top of their game, plus Marie's favorite today. Visit todaysleadingwomen.com slash guide for your free download, and we'll see you on the next episode of Today's Leading Women with Marie Grace Berg. Oh, 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 oh,